Hello everybody, it's your old friend and Monday Madness and welcome to a brand new podcast from ourselves here. This is a Pokemon themed podcast that we have a working title of Jelly Filled Donut. Because nothing really beats a jelly filled donut. Absolutely. Especially when it's actually a rice cake. <laughs> It's your friends Jonathan James and Burkbot joining you for this one and uh, we're decided that because we're all middle-aged adults at this stage I think this is the right time to go back and watch all the old Pokemon Absolutely. TV shows. We have nothing better to do in our lives. <laughs> no, we do not. Absolutely not. Well, I am, I am on a personal quest myself to prove that Ash Ketchum is a shit trainer for wankers. I mean, is, it, is anyone actually questioning that? Well, I, I feel like some people have slept on it, you know? Like, I feel people have not, like given it the analysis that it deserves you know what I mean like I think we, we need to look back and go here's all the mistakes he made and this is why his butterfree ran away because <laughs> he did run away alright yeah, yeah he flew away yeah he yeah. flew away never to be seen again so um, I suppose we better start off by explaining like what like how, how acquainted we are with Pokemon ourselves mm -hmm. so James how would you how would you kind of like feel your expertise is on the uh Played through all the games. No, I definitely went through, watched the show whenever I was a kid. Mm. At about the, whenever it stopped being a thing whenever we were kids. Yeah. Absolutely. Dropped off the edge of the world at that stage. In college, went back to it for the nostalgia. And I haven't really watched a TV show. Mm. I've caught the odd episode every now and again. Um, but mainly through the games for myself. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I, I'm kind of the same as you. I would have like... Pro there was a kind of time where there was like a time slot where like before you go to school it would be on and then you'd like see whatever episode it is but for whatever reason I think it was RTE2 always used to get the sequences wrong so you'd be like miss it like oh, maybe yeah. a, they might like skip a few episodes and you know it has because it's completely lost the plot <laughs> and yeah, then you go like she got over taken over by like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff like that yeah Yu-Gi-Oh was a great big offender for that cartoon mm -hmm. after that yeah, exactly. So, um, but I'd be the same as you. Like, I'd be far more into the games than I would have been the oh, TV yeah. show. Like, I think yeah. I watched. I remember watching as far as maybe the Johto series, and then stopping. yeah, because I think oh, this is just the same show, then, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, he's got kicked in the head by a horse. Clearly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. That's why he starts off his new adventure every single time as a newborn baby, kicked by a ponytail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, he, and, and somehow he trains that way as well, which is mad. <laughs> um, Burkbot, though, on the other hand, you are kind of on the opposite side of us on the scale here, aren't you? Um, well, at the time, I had a Game Boy Color and mm. I had Pokemon Yellow, and that was the only game I'd ever played mm. and didn't ever complete it. Um, <laughs> but I only ever recognised the first 150 yeah. Pokemon. Like, none of this Mewtwo shit either. New and Mewtwo. No, 150, that's it. Um, you like the Brexit I, 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 I kind of grew up. I was mature and I got into much more mature things. And then like we dragged Pokemon, you down. Like Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like Yu-Gi-Oh! and football. And, um, Winning combination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it was just, uh, yeah, of late... Um, yeah, I got back into playing the games. And I wonder who brought you back into that. It's a real mystery, that. Dirtle Dirtle. Dirtle Dirtle. Um, but yeah, no, the nostalgia of watching back on the old episodes just made me really contemplate how smart I actually was as a child. And why did I find this entertaining? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of made me cringe a little bit. Just like, you know, the, yeah. kind of stuff, the small stuff like the voice acting or like there's an animation missing. Yeah. Like, oh, that person doesn't have a face. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Didn't need a face. They did, really did. Like it was, he was kind of in the foreground, James. <laughs> <laughs> Any case, um, so yes, we are gonna be uh, doing this kind of like, I suppose, like a week weekly 
review of the uh, Pokemon TV show starting right at the beginning, the Indigo League series, as I believe it's called. Yeah. Um, I think that most of them are on Netflix, if not at least yeah. the first set. And uh, we're going to go through them. So by all means, if you want to like watch along with us, you can. You can watch this show and then listen to our like takes on it if you like because we're just going to give a rundown of it and then we have a few little segments then here and there mm. that we'll introduce as we get to them so uh with that being said lads it's time to start off with our first episode all right i choose you i choose you so we start off with our opening credits and um, the opening scene quite cutely copies the um pokemon battle from the red and blue uh, game which yes. i quite liked yeah what i couldn't understand though is that the battle is between gengar and nidorino yeah. And if you know your types, there is a serious disadvantage there for Mr. Nidorino. Like, it's just not going to go well. In fairness, it does get hit by a hypnosis. And then, mm. uh, you know, the trainer brings out fucking Onyx. Yes. Yeah. This is the thing, though. The trainer is actually Bruno. Yep. Um, is one of the four guys. Yeah. Did they ever say who he was uh, battling in that? Was that against Agatha or... I don't think there was anything. I think I, I presume Agatha anyway, because mm. she'd be the ghost-type expert. But yeah. I just found a way to use Nidorino of all things. I think I think it was strictly because it was the callback to the oh, it absolutely to the game, like, absolutely. Yeah. And then realized, <laughs> I think even the the writers realized, oh wait, this guy is the yeah, he's the he's the rock guy. Okay, Onyx. It's like no, yeah. no, not not that rock guy. He's the other rock guy. That yeah, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he's only there's only a silhouette of him because he doesn't need to be Brock yet. Yeah, he's he's pretty or Bruno or Bruno, whatever. It begins with a B. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, we kind of see this like as a word, this real life battle between the two. And as Burpaz said, you have Gengar hypnotizing Nidorino, the trainer retreats, gives it Onyx instead, and then we realize, oh, we were actually not in the stadium at all. We were just this 10-year-old kid really hyped up watching this on the TV. This was prime time uh, television in this world. Fast forward 25 years-ish, and a sword, the game Sword starts off with you watching a YouTube clip of it, a battle. Isn't that bad, isn't it? It was yeah. kind of cute. Like I liked that. I liked to, I, at least in Sword and Shield, I didn't actually pick up on that until I watched the pilot. I went, oh yeah, it is the same yeah. idea. Yeah. Except because we're controlling the character in Sword and Shield, we actually know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> Ash, on the other hand, does not. Yep. So, Anyway, Ash is hyped up, so he thinks this is the right time to get geared up, so he puts gloves on. It's 11 o'clock at night. It's 11 o'clock at night, so that is therefore the right time to put on his shoes, put on his clothes, put on his hat, get his trainer poles ready, and then his mother ruins the whole thing. Have you ever been hyped up to go play football or something like that? You not might get killed the night before just to be like, yes, I am absolutely ready. Not at 11pm. I cannot no. forget anything you know, yeah, at all if I'm fully dressed going to bed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think just, that's the logic. Because you have to break your boots in somehow. Well, you know, he obviously knows he's going to be late because he obviously has a habit of this, which is why the man's trying to get him to go to bed. So yes. he's just going to bed fully dressed so that when he does inevitably be late, mm. he's fully dressed. But the mother comes in and ruins his whole plan. Yeah. Or is it the other way around where because he's up so late, like she knows already this is going to end in tears. I have to get this little freak into bed before he kicks off again. No, she didn't think to wake him up the next morning. We probably tried. Maybe she's gone to work. She's a single mother. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah, single. Well, <laughs> there are a lot of theories on that birth buff, which we'll get into. Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this is the internet. Oh, yeah, no. this internet. is the internet. Sure. Yeah. Ash, Ash's dad is absolutely Mr. Mine. Um... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. Or Professor Oak. Is or Georgie what, Bally. Yeah. Professor Oak is apparently the uh, the favourite to be Ash's uh, deadbeat dad, which is kind of which kind of explains why he takes pity on this street urchin that just come in on the, on the street. In any case, so 
he gets shouted at to go to bed yep. because it is indeed 11 o'clock. Yep. So all the kind of Pokemon merch we see all around the place. By the, hint, 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 kids. Buy this stuff. Yeah. Buy all the stuff that doesn't really exist. It was like a Pidgeotto. It did at the time. It probably did, actually. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I, don't, I don't remember having a Pidgeotto clock myself, in fairness, but mm. I totally do want one now. Oh, yeah. I mentioned it, yeah. Because that would really irritate everyone in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he goes to, he, um, before he goes to bed, though, uh, our mom, or Delia, as her correct name is, she changes the channel to something far more boring. Educational. Uh, educational things, as Professor Oak is explaining the three starters, mm-hmm. which we know as Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. So, I have, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Which one did Squirtle. You... Really? Squirtle. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Would have been Charmander. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Charmander as well. That's not to say Bulbasaur is class either, but I just, I just like a challenge. And mm. like it, it's Charmander, like I can't say no to it. Fire breathing dragon. Yeah, exactly. Like, Why would you go for a turtle over? Because <laughs> he's cooler and he's got sunglasses. It, you, you're not you're not counting in the sunglasses part. Like yeah. there's, that is an important factor in all this. Um. So anyway, so we see the three starters. Our title screen comes up. Yep. And then we get on with the rest of the episode. So Ash is <laughs> sleep talking. Um, about which start he's going to go for. So he got, first tries to yep. picture Bulbasaur. And I find this funny because he knows what Bulbasaur looks like, but not what it sounds like. So you'll see Bulbasaur come up and it's walking. And you just hear, Bleh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, I nearly thought was, they were going for like the original game signs. So I was hoping that was it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but they just didn't get the licensing right or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was audio ID. So yeah. they, had to, uh, they had to go for uh, free sound effects. So then he goes, okay, so he's uh, obviously his first choice was going to be Bulbasaur. Then he goes for Squirtle. Same thing happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then uh, the uh, Dodrio in town cries because, you know, at least some Pokemon actually have a function in the real world, as it were. Uh, and then the final one he thinks of is Charmander. And it looks like he's going to go for this one. Charmander is his pick because he, he tries to tr- he tries to catch it in his sleep and he smashes the alarm clock all across I mean, the floor. Who hasn't done something like that? Not me, in fairness. <laughs> I haven't had those type of dreams in a long time. Um, but then, obviously, the, the the destruction of an alarm clock wakes him up out of his uh, coma. And he realises he's overslept, which is a nice, a cute little, like... It's a reference then in Gold and Silver, the start yeah. of that game, because Professor Oak oversleeps in that. Yes. So I'm just saying, like, it, it seems to run in the family, is what I'm, oh, what I'm getting with there. Yeah. Yes. So... He dashes to Professor Oak's lab in a in his pajamas because he's had no time. Yeah, you know because the man made him get out of his outfit, yep. which he was fully ready for. Like I, this is all the man's fault. I'm still playing on this. Yeah, oh. she made him get undressed and get into his pajamas, even though he was fully ready. What would be better? What would be better off though? Would he, like I, I know he got there in his pajamas, but. If he was sleeping in his clothes mm-hmm. the night before and coming in scruffy as balls... I mean, he was already coming in scruffy as hell anyway. That's true, too, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that it's, like... I think both candidates would have been bad, like... That's that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. So, in any case, we get to uh, Professor Oak's lab, but our crowd is already formed, mm-hmm. which means we might have... Maybe a clue we may have been... We have missed the uh, rush hour, as it were. Yep. But there's a whole lot of cheerleaders here, and they're chanting for someone called Gary... Which the is the actual hero of the show. <laughs> the 
guy who knows what he's doing. Yep. Um, so anyway, I, I would like to think that the show is actually here's the small town hero going off in the adventure. Yes. And the little stupid boy who got kicked in the head as <laughs> a child limping behind him. The special one we have to bring along. Like, it's like, oh, Gary, you're so cool. Oh, hi, Ash. You you still want to be a Bulbasaur? Yeah, good boy. Um, so anyway, uh, he has to push through this crowd of, uh, of girls who they'll never be attracted to him. Until he's shoved by Gary Oak himself, yep. because this is his show, this is his house. Oh my god, uh, is Gary then his older brother? Uh, could, yeah, would be, yeah. Or a stepbrother. No, mm. nephew. If uh, Oak's Ash's dad, but Gary's mm. granddad. Oh yeah, would be too, yeah. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting, yeah. I, I like to think we've got to keep like driving that narrative whenever they two, two of them interact, <laughs> you know, just to see what happens. Because I don't remember half the series. So something really <laughs> awkward could be on the way. And people are shouting at me right now. So anyway, Gary boasts to Ash that he's got his Pokemon. Yep. We go back to cheerleaders. And before that, before Ash could even get like through his speed of going, like, I'm going to be a Pokemon trainer. It's like, Gary's, yeah, whatever, mate. I'm yep. off in this like convertible and I'm never going to see you again. Until maybe yep. 10 episodes later. I mean, yeah, like I said. Mm. This Why is does it. a 10-year-old have a convertible? Because he's he's born he's into a Pokemon hero. Yeah. He, he's born into wealth like he is the grandson of Professor Oak he is a local celebrity yep. like in the modern world he'd be like he'd already have like the, 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 the he'd be like an influencer yeah I was about to say actually <laughs> oh, okay, yeah okay fair enough yeah he's got like he's got his fans yeah. he's got his like his gang you know his squad uh, yeah he's got a squad yeah definitely and they're all gonna be like the same like oh, they're all squirrels they're all <laughs> I was going to say they're all cheerleaders, but yeah, close enough, whatever. <laughs> In any case, um, that's obviously upset Ash quite a bit. Yep. So uh, he's annoyed, angry, and then Oak just goes, huh, you're in her pajamas. I'm going to take pity on you. Come on in. No, this is, I, I still say this is one of the most cruel things he's done. He brings Ash in and lets him pick through each of them this one by so one. This was so funny. Because he was so like, aloof doing fuck it. You, you didn't get that. Yeah. He was like, no. a child who was on time got that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone who woke up on time got this one and it's like one by one it's like it's like if you didn't have enough for everyone there someone was going to show up and get left empty handed <laughs> or Gary got two but it wasn't even that though it's the fact like because it was only three are we always to assume there was only like there was four kids in the town so why did he only provide three Pokemon it was first come first serve clearly like he's the shittest Willy Wonka that's ever existed <laughs> That's, a clear, that's clearly what's well, going on it's here. It's literally like, like uh, whoever comes last gets the dud. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gets the, the problem <laughs> child, which we'll get to momentarily. Oh, so, I, I mean, that should have been a, yeah. she should have gone to Gary. Or maybe, yeah. If Gary was the last one to leave. I well, actually don't know. I can't remember which starter he does get, it, in fact. Because I remember in. Does he get Squirtle? He got Squirtle. Squirtle, okay, interesting. Because he's smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess maybe. Got Based off the playthrough of the game, he, he decided to go for a normal difficulty. Yep. Yeah. Because Bulbasaur was by far the easier. Absolutely. Um, so, we, as we were mentioning, he gets offered three Pokeballs. He picks Squirtle first, nothing. Um, <laughs> Charmander second? Uh, Bulbasaur. Was Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur second? second, yeah. And then Lassie Charmander, yeah. completely empty. Again, Professor Oak is having great crack with this. Look at oh, this. Oh, so many puns. This poor working class peasant, this chimney sweep of a child, <laughs> <laughs> getting just ripped around everywhere. Yeah. And then he goes, well, actually, I do have one more I caught. Although you might not like it, so... Get he, was, he was also kicked in the head. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think what happened was... Uh, remember, like, Pokemon Yellow, where yeah. you actually do go out in the grass? Yeah. You get, a co- get attacked by a Pikachu. Oak catches on your behalf and go, Here, take this and get out of here. Yeah. I don't want to see you ever again. 
Um, so, in any case, this ball pops up out of the uh, secret mechanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a little lightning bolt. You know, it's it. actually the secret option number four. Yes, it was. The, it was the secret ending. Yeah. Um, so Oak says, "Yeah, no, we. I didn't want to give this to any ten-year-old children because it has several problems. I wanted someone experienced. It's like I'll take it. It's like oh no, here we go. So opens the ball. It, yeah. Out comes this big chubby." yellow um, electric mouse with yep. a little lightning bolt tail yep. that we learn is called Pikachu. You'll be hearing a lot more about Pikachu as time goes on. Pika. So, Ash hugs his Pikachu, which turns out to be very much the wrong answer yep. as he gets electrocuted for his trouble. And that is one of many mistakes he'll make <laughs> this time. Uh, again, Oak from the greatness of his heart decides, oh, I found these spare, this spare Pokedex and Pokeballs. Take this and get out of my sight. Again, and he had enough Pokedexes to go around, not enough Pokemon. This is what happens sometimes when you order in batch. Like, you, yeah, sometimes with places you can't like make one. You have to make ten, and if you just if you can't clear the ten, then you're actually just losing out. Like, yeah. you're, you're you're losing money then. So I, I can kind of see where he's coming from with that. But nevertheless, he gives Ash the all this all this gear, gets eliminated again as it's as a as a bear of thanks. Yeah. And Pikachu. For a scientist not to realize that yes, even as he hands the stuff over to Ash, he's still going to get electrocuted because mm. he's now completing the circuit himself. Yeah. That's not good science. Isn't it? I, I don't think... It, maybe he's not a real professor, like. You know, like, I hear, like, there's a doctor, but he's actually a doctor of history. This is like, you're not a real doctor. What are you going like, to cure me with? Medieval like science. Or, Krieger in Archer. Exactly, yeah. First name is Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I am a doctor. I practice medicine, mostly on cats. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway... He's uh, a professor of photography, <laughs> which is where he got his degree from Spokemon Snap. Yes, exactly. To be fair... It's not a bad, the worst degree to have, because based on how we play Pokemon Snap, we fucking ace that oh, shit. Oh, absolutely. We've got some good stuff on that. Um, we have it on our channel, by the way, if you want to see us uh, playing Pokemon Snap. Plug! <laughs> I think there's some plugs in here. I keep forgetting oh, yeah. to do it at the end of every episode we do. So, so you just work it in seamlessly? It is actually better to work it, or actually just like interject. Like I've, I've heard a lot of podcasts where you just put the ads in and it's like, well, that was very funny, James. You know, you should really su- subscribe to DDP Yoga. That's very... <laughs> anyway, so... Ash comes out then for our next scene and a small makeshift group has, group has met him outside with pots and pans and like spinny Absolutely. things and just improvising anything he can get from Delia's kitchen. Um, and his emotional mother leads him front and centre with his bag and right. then decides she to... She probably the troops for this but she wasn't able to wake him up that morning. Well, that's maybe why that's she was why busy. She was yeah. yeah, she was out <laughs> rallying the troops. So maybe the, maybe the whole family's bad at time management. Like she was late trying to get everyone organised and then by the time that she... She got to uh, <laughs> by the time that she got to um, to the professor's like yeah. house, the child had already run away basically to get there. <laughs> got electrocuted twice, which is terribly bad parenting at this stage. She's just like yeah. Well, maybe she's looking at the other parent, kind of going, "You're meant to be looking after him at this stage." <laughs> <laughs> really, because it's, it's like about ten years worth of child benefit you haven't paid, Sam. <laughs> anyway, um, so. He decides to so gives him his bag and decides to unpack it in front of him. So he's got his clothes. And in front of the whole town. Yeah. Hot chocolate, rubber gloves. Now we know what underwear he's wearing, so that's yep. all good. Yeah. A clothesline, which is very important, adds into the plot later on. <laughs> so Ash decides to interrupt before like any more stuff gets unbagged, which yep. I think is probably a mercy at this stage because she was going like, to completely show everybody what's in that bag and how easy it is going to steal from this 10-year-old child. It's a good thing there's no criminals. In he's the 10 years, years old. He's uh, fit to go out in the world on his own. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, our mother notices that Pikachu is not in a Pokeball. That's and, uh, strange. That is very strange, yeah. isn't it? So Ash tries to catch Pikachu, and it's just this amusing little like back and forth. Yeah. He tries to essentially not even try to throw the ball, just drops the ball on Pikachu and swats it away with the tail. And I was wondering like 
how long is this going to go on for? Because I could happily take 10 minutes of this. Just watching just this tail go, no, no, no. No, I, I think no. it's like footy techers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, keep you up these skills. Yeah. You can say, that's one thing you can say about Pikachu. It's a fantastic first touch. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, keeps swatting the ball away. Uh, thinks we're that uh, we're playing catch. Says it, <laughs> Delia says it, uh, the Pikachu is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Pikachu doesn't take too kind of that. And electrocutes everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we always get one tenant, which we can all agree on. Don't forget to change your underwear every single day, no matter what happens. Every <sighs> day. Every day. Every single day. Yeah. Which I guarantee. Like you. if you're getting electrocuted, there's got to be some leakage there. Like so, it's gonna. It's good. It's good practice. It is good practice. Yeah. yeah. Like she's been there before with the, with an old Pikachu, like just <laughs> as she keeps under the floorboards, like Hugo out of The Simpsons. If you'd never seen Pokemon, if you had no introduction to the games or mm. anything, like you would just look at this like this child is totally inept. Yeah. Yeah. And this Pokemon is a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, everyone's a dickhead in this show. That's, every, like, like Professor Oak was being a dickhead, yeah. yeah. And I would just, like, uh, you know, if this was me watching for the first time as a child, I'd be like, everyone here sucks. <laughs> no, I no. don't like anybody here. I love, I love as well the fact that, like, that, that Delia Ketchum was, like, so clingy, but also the fact that, oh, I'm so glad he's out of the house now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Professor Oak. <laughs> hey, Mr. Mine, get over here. I've got oh. some cleaning to do. Wow. Um, so... Ash embarks on his journey officially and he starts it off in right running form with what we would presume to be Route 1 because that if we're, yeah. if we're following the game map um, <laughs> he embarks on his journey wearing a pair of his rubber gloves and pulling Pikachu along with the clothesline which is just <laughs> a wonderful visual animal cruelty or it's, it's just, not an animal it's Pokemon. just, it's just I, taking your electric mouse out for a walk that's all it's easy I it wasn't around like his neck or anything yeah I just feel like you've got to know you're not a good trainer if you have to resort to dragging your Pokemon around with you. It's usually a bad sign. Like yeah. I said, he was kicked in the head. <laughs> this is him trying to be like, uh, like gentle to animals, you know. Yeah. So Ash does actually try to talk to the Pikachu. Pikachu is not responding at all. Just mm-hmm. like, just uh, what I love as well, like they did this in Pokemon Yellow, where you have your Pikachu following around, and you can just turn around and talk to it. And at yeah. the start, he just goes like, "I don't like you." Yeah. And then by the end, it's just like just trying to hug you all the time with love hearts everywhere. It's just, you can see the you can see the progression. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Um. So. Pikachu opens his mouth on request by Ash, um, and Ash realizes that Pikachu can only say its name because that's how Pokemon work. No, have you ever figured this out yeah. before? Right, this is like you getting being given a dog. Yes, and then at ten years old, you're like dog, getting upset. Why, why, can't, why can't you? Why can't you speak back? <laughs> why do you only say what? <laughs> this is the thing, right? Okay, surely he's been watching Pokemon on TV to know that it didn't. They did not like a post-match interview with a Rhyhorn, you know. <laughs> so Rhyhorn, you got hit there by a Hydro Pump. How do you feel about that? Well, I thought we had a lot of a very good performance. Uh, a lot of problems with yeah. the coach. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of problem with my speed. Well, no, you see, he wasn't watching the educational stuff, so this is probably what the um, oh, it's probably what that premiership. Yeah, was watching at the beginning, they probably had voiceovers. Oh, that could be it. Like people paraphrasing for the Pokemon, yes. yeah. Yeah. translating. Yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting. Ash being thick as a thick as a brick. The, yeah. the dogs Pokemon actually talking. Exactly. And speaking of Ash being thick as a brick, the Pokedex pops up to explain how Pokeballs work. <laughs> I'm so again, sarcastic Pokedex. It, I, I didn't, wish it stayed I that sarcastic. I did not recall. I did not recall it being so sarcastic. Oh yeah, no, it, oh, yeah. only for the first episode. It is it's completely. Like, it is for stupid trainers. Something like yeah, only stupid, stupid and trainers. gullible trainers. <laughs> it is like sass master general in this episode. Like, yeah, because uh, like I said, we Should keep going on. <laughs> like Portal, what's the robot in Portal? Oh, Gados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, very it similar. Should have been that. <laughs> it should have been exactly that. Uh, so anyway, Ash decides. Okay, 
plan B in terms of trying to train this thing. Takes off the gloves, takes the line off the Pikachu and just tries to trust it for once. So, on his travels, Ash finds a Pidgey yeah. and the Pokedex gives us a rundown on, on what this mysterious bird is. And Turns nice. out, it's in fact a Pokemon. So, mm-hmm. Ash tells Pikachu to go get it. But Pikachu decides not to do that and climbs up a tree instead and goes for a big old fashioned yawn. Yep. And not it was enough badges to train him. Not enough badges to train him. <laughs> so it means like that, that must make Pikachu like level thirty or something then, <laughs> at least. Like Jesus, that's overpowered for a for a new well, trainer. Like you already know it's overpowered. Oh we, yeah, if you so. heard that that actually might make sense. So anyway, um, to end the first half of the episode, Ash threatens to catch the Pidgey himself. What could what possibly go wrong? <laughs> So anyway, case that's that won't be the time for the ad break, but uh, we're not covering ad breaks on here because you know there's only so much mid nineties guff that we can sell. Mm-hmm. But during the ad breaks, we of course get the old fashioned "Who's that Pokemon?" Who's that Pokemon? Which we are going to do ourselves. Oh, so, shit. who's that Pokemon? The way this works is each one of us every week is going to pick a Pokemon for the other two to guess on. Right. So we start off with the Dex entry. And if one of us gets it right, you get full points, which in this case would be five. And if neither of us get it right, move on then to another clue, and then another clue, another clue, until you basically run out of points. And then nobody gets it, then you've made elusive, and we'll keep track of the points as this uh, show goes on. So I'm going to start off then, just to kind of prove the point, see how it works. So, this is for yourself, James and Bert Bot. The dex entry for this Pokemon is, it is capable of living in or out of the water... When out of the water, it sweats to keep its body slimy. Okay. Um, I'm I feel like James has so much more of an advantage because he knows every iota mm. of <laughs> detail about Pokemon. Can I just caveat this? That's, that's fair, yeah. You are the... <laughs> I'm very... like. I feel like... Underdog would be the... Uh... seems to be a running theme with me on podcasts. But, uh... <laughs> You are here to make up the numbers, just remember yeah, that. Yeah, token, token woman, yeah. you could say. Yes, um, I'd like to go first, though. Slimy Pokemon. Now, granted, this is only for the first 151. Okay, so it's in my area of ex- yeah. expertise. Yes. Expertise, yeah. if you like, yeah. Um, slimy Pokemon in and out of the water. Um, do you have an idea? I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but... <sighs> Um, it, it seems like something I have seen before. I've it's seen the before. original is 150, so you have seen it. Yeah. You have seen it, yeah. But I remember, like, it's, oh, but I just cannot think. Like, her point of reference pretty much is the poke wrap. Yeah. So, rattle through the poke wrap and see what comes up first. What might be the best thing to do in this situation? Ratata. I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing the shape here. She's, she's I can't to... think of Poliwhirl. Poliwhirl, okay. Polyrat. No, Poly. The little one. Poliwag. Yeah. Poliwag, okay. Yeah. That is pretty much what I was looking at, and I've got to go with the same family, so I'm going to say it's Poliwhirl. And I'm afraid one of you is right. The correct answer is Poliwhirl. Yes, you double guess yourself. Yeah. Fox. Yeah, how about that? So, um, there we go. unfortunately, full marks goes to James. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I she feel is... like I gave him that answer. She is raging. <laughs> raging with that. You can see it in her face. like just. <laughs> She's just transfixed on the TV. She's not even looking at either of us. Just, just quietly hiding her rage. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, let's get back to the episode then, shall we? Before it is a row. 
Um, Pokemon! I am, I am out of swinging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep yourself out of like jabbing range if you are right. Yeah. For maybe the next five hours. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the second half of the episode starts off with Ash taking out a Pokeball, repeating right. his pledge to catch them all and be a Pokemon master. He throws them all at Pidgey. The ball, it connects. So he's yeah. got a good throw on him, in fairness. He's been practicing with all those broken alarm clocks. Um, ball <laughs> rolls around. Pidgey inside them as well. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. So he's actually, actually, it foreshadowed it, because he doesn't catch the Pidgey. It does the two does, rocks, and then it, it breaks, breaks out, out, yeah. Just like his alarm clock, which is a Pokeball with a Pidgey inside it. Mm, I, think, I, I think you're... I think you're right. You're what you're saying. Putting a lot more thought into this than the ambulance. just went. Oh, that's a nice alarm clock. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he he's shocked about this. Like, surely, like Pokemon are not supposed to cat to break out of the ball. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it Unless does. Shout it! Enjoy your last few seconds of freedom. <laughs> like all protagonists. Yeah, exactly. So the Pidgey breaks out, runs away, and Pikachu can only laugh. At oh yes. Cynical. It's such a cynical little mouse. You know, it's just. It's just, it must have this all the time. Maybe there's like a newbie each day. Yeah. That it just like, yeah, it just tries to bring he, through his paces. He just kills them. Yeah. And then moves on to the next. <laughs> goes back into the ball and Oak goes, ah, another one. Oh dear. Anyway. Another one that Oak wants me to dispose of. <laughs> oh no. Oh. So Pokedex explains then how battles work. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ash tries to ask. Like usually, here you, you, think you should know this already. You should know that you have to have a Pokemon if to catch a Pokemon. Out, yeah, and if he's out, like this is his adventure. This is his life now. He yeah. should already know the very fucking basic. <laughs> You'd like to think to so, it. but here we are. Like you know, unfortunately. So Pikachu is obviously not going to contribute to the battle. So Ash decides to sneak up onto the Pidgey and try and smother him with his pajamas, <laughs> yes. which is as you would try and catch a bird. Look, if you're a ten-year-old. I mean, yeah, at, at least it's it is it's a decent tactic. Yeah. It's not the right one in the no. end. Because Pidgey decides to use Gust and I mean, blows him We're away. looking at this as middle-aged people now. Yes. we will, I totally have an animal do this on my behalf. Yeah. That is the correct answer. Like, So the Pokedex keeps explaining again. Pidgey uses a sound attack, blinds Ash completely. Pikachu can, is in stitches at this stage. So at that point, the Pidgey's gone. Yep. And uh, Ash goes back defeated to see that there's something rummaging in his bag, which is a Rattata, which the Pokedex explains... Yeah, no, this Aradazad does this all the time to uh, stupid travellers, <laughs> <laughs> which is a, an interesting double exactly. meaning in this uh, in this country. But here we are. Um, again, I mean, that is that is his job now. He is now a tinker. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> he voluntarily went into the lifestyle. Yeah, in fairness, yeah, he was a uh, will work for food. <laughs> the traveller lifestyle found him. I think. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Ash is just getting annoyed at this stage, right? So he decides to throw a rock at a flock of Pidgeys and everything scatters, except for one. So he throws the, another rock at this silhouette of a bird, yep. but it's not a Pidgey, it's dun, dun, a dun. Spearow. Who are angry bastards. Uh, as quite literally says yep. in the Pokedex, yep. they are aggressive and will attack humans, which yep. is not Absolutely. something Pokemon do mm-hmm. in, this, in the cartoon, or in, in the game at least. There is a nice separation between, but in this case, Spearow is the one that breaks it. So, um, Ash scarpers, because yep. Spiro is going to attack. Yeah. But curiously enough, Spiro, the Spiro is still kind of like, you know, conditioned in the sportsman-like behaviour of Pokemon battling. Aims for the Pikachu on the branch. Yeah, uh, it, the, the Pokedex uh, then jumps up saying, oh, it can be jealous of uh, trained Pokemon. It's like, well, clearly, can you not see that this is not a trained Pokemon? Mm. He is just <laughs> being a dick here. Yeah, this is all based off a misunderstanding. That's yeah. what yeah. No, no, wait, I, I'm up here, like, having the crack, like, I'm, I'm not I'm enjoying you beating him up. Yeah. Please continue <laughs> Pikachu that. Pikachu clearly used Rothro. Yeah. <laughs> 
well, it worked. It worked very well for Ash in in that sense. But um, in any case, Pikachu falls off the branch, which obviously he doesn't like either. Yeah. Um, shocks the bird. Uh, and Spiro faints. Calls this for help. Point Ash should have thrown the Pokeball. Yes, exactly. This is his first mistake, and he could have got a Spiro, which would have been pretty decent. His first decent. mistake was leaving the house. Yeah, in fairness, yeah. In any case, uh, a flock of Spiro then appears from a nearby tree. Ash and Pikachu runs away. Yeah. And then we see a few other new Pokemon, which we won't kind of like consider that Ash has seen them. We've seen them, but he hasn't. Mm. So we see Sandshrew ducking away, going, ho-ho, it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, we see Mankey watching from branches, going, ho-ho, it's going to be good. And so Ash is trying to reassure Pikachu. Pikachu runs away from him. <laughs> which I think is, it's Pikachu can massively outspeed him. Yeah, that's, that's fair, actually, yeah. Uh, that's more accurate. Um, Pikachu doesn't need to run faster than the Sphere, he just needs to run faster than Ash. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, you can take him. I've I got too much to live for. I've got my own cartoon to star in. Oh, man. Um, so, anyway. I'm going to become a detective. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Was or my life's dream. Danny DeVito. That, that works too, in fairness. In any case, the Pikachu runs ahead. The Sparrows peck Ash and Pikachu, not quite to death, but Pikachu takes a tumble. It's mm-hmm. quite injured. Ash picks him up, which is quite nice. And then they, clear, they are out of the clearing. They stop because, oh, there just happens to be a waterfall here. Yep. Which is, you know, an inconvenience at best, I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So Ash, being the 10-year-old child he is, decide, thinks that, okay, there's no other options here. I'm just going to have to dive into the waterfall. Which is a, a fairly natural conclusion, you know, to being chased by a flock of birds. Not to hide yeah. or, you know, hide in the shrubbery or anything. No, it's to just put yourself in the mortal peril. Kill yourself. Yeah. Kill yourself, yeah, yeah. essentially, yeah. All he was missing was like, to be checked the bag to make sure there wasn't any rocks in it. To be <laughs> fair, do we know that Tippy Hedron in the birds by Alfred Hitchcock would she have done anything different? This is this is very true. This is very true. You can see where you can see where the animators were thinking. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so he jumps into the waterfall to avoid the Spearow and uh, sees the magic carpet, which is quite nice. Yep. Then sees a Gyarados and flims the fuck away. Absolutely. <laughs> which we, you would as well. We would all as well. Oh, I don't think I would. I love Gyarados. Gyarados class, but. And you, you, to be fair, you do have a Pikachu there. You're kind of set, in fairness. You're in the water with the Pikachu. Don't worry about it, it's fine. Uh, so. We have rubber gloves, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rubber gloves make all the difference, man. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we get a smash cut down to a nice quiet vista of a redhead girl fishing, waiting for a bite. Nice yep. and quiet, everything peaceful. Then the rod grips, tries to pull the big one, and we just get Ash and Pikachu on the line. Absolutely. The one thing I want to ask, though, is who ate the bait? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know here. Was it the Pikachu or is it the... Was it the human? Think of Misty's upper body strength there. Right? Like, she's... she She's 10-ish as well? Uh, um, I think she's a bit older. I think she's, like, 12 or 13. Even still, so, yeah. she, like, threw him over her head. Yeah, that was impressive. But it's, it's, it's all in the throw, man. Like, yeah. she's clearly done judo. Like, it's just... It's like you just toss your hips, man, and every, anyone she's, goes under. No, I think it's a bit of synchronised swimming there because that you need, you know, good upper body strength to mm. lift people out of the water. So, that's, yeah. that's very true as, as well. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Missy just immediately goes to the Pikachu instead of the stupid human that she's after pulling in. I mean, she's not she's wrong. She's not wrong. He has eaten the food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You, you, one can only assume. <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, Missy urges, urges him to get to a Pokemon Center. We don't know that she's Misty at this stage, by the way, but it's fairly evident. Yeah. Um, so, we can see the front yeah, of Spiro. Spoilers Spiro. for anyone who hasn't seen the episode. <laughs> yeah, you, you really should have got onto this at this stage, but uh, here we are. So the flock of sparrows coming back, you can see it in the in the distance. Flock of sparrows, good name for a band. Uh, would it be a flock of sparrows? I mean, they're more angry like that. It'd be a peck of sparrows, I think. I ran, I ran so far away. More so, stealing a girl's bike and cycling away. 
Which is what Ash did. He borrowed it. But he he saved borrow. But yeah, but we do know from you know hindsight that he just never repays it. No, he never does. Because uh, he's, he's quite a div. Um, so, as he, as, he, uh, as we mentioned, he uh, steals the bike. Promises to give it back someday. But it doesn't last long because yeah. Pikachu's tied in the basket. We have thunderstorms just miraculously appearing. Thunder. Which is great. Thunder. I was actually I was actually kind of worried that you needed if you're going to do that. Completely <laughs> hanging there. So uh, it's lashing rain. Spiro's gained on them, and there's a big jump in the in, in the road, and Ash completely totals the bike. Absolutely, Just buckles the thing completely. There's no salvaging it. So Pikachu's falling in front of them. It's a real traumatic, emotional scene where yep. this cynical mouse is at death's door. In fairness, this is a story of how a ten-year-old tortured and tried to kill a mouse. <laughs> He didn't mean to. It's just that he's stupid. It's different, James. Come on. In any case... I, I actually used to babysit a kid who um, accidentally killed three hamsters. Fun. How accidentally are we talking here? He let them run around and then he didn't know where they went and he sat down on the chair and they were inside the cushion. Oh, no. Anyway, so <laughs> so the Pikachu's at death's door. Ash is crawling towards him as the spear is closing in. Ash is pleading for Pikachu to get in the ball. Pikachu is not doing this. So Ash just covers up Pikachu from the spear of luck. Um, Pikachu sees this and goes, oh, he may be stupid, but he means well. So he jumps out from, from underneath Ash, jumps up, leaps up, and massive, like, thud discharge, I think is the only way to describe it. It's like... I see it differently. I think he didn't give a shit about Ash. Mm. He saw there was going to be a bolt of lightning and thought, I can supercharge myself. And he just used Ash as a jumping off point. That's true, because like I said, there's one of the most iconic scenes, I suppose, from the whole series is this freeze frame of Ash like with the arms out, yeah. waiting for the Spearow to attack him, which is like, oh, maybe this protagonist will die early. No, it will not. Then like goes, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Like Maybe Pikachu wasn't aiming for the Spearow at all. He just was hungry. <laughs> like, he was just like, hmm. Sweet, mm, delicious electrons. nectar from the sky. <laughs> mm, electrons. Yes. So, just as a massive coincidence, um, this massive lightning strike wipes out the spirit completely. We don't see them. We don't know what happens to them. Yep. Because even in the next scene, it's just Ash and, uh, and Pikachu. So, we can only assume the spirit were thanos away. Yep. Like, completely... The, they're just dust now. They are now the road. after the discharge, everyone got thrown in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, and like I said, but now we don't know... They don't... Not even technically Spearow anymore. They're yeah. just like... Bone oh, yeah. or gristle at some stage, so the um, the shot actually starts with the bike uh, with Missy's bike Burnt completely fried. Yeah, that would work too. Actually, yeah, feathers, yeah. Write in if you're uh, if you're looking for indie band names because uh, you know we can take. Jelly <laughs> filled donut. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Mime and Delia. Um, so. We have uh, the bike completely fried, Ash and Pikachu flat on the ground going, oh, that was so cool, wasn't it? Mm. So they look back up at the sky and they see a golden bird flying overhead with a little, with, and it's pooping out a tiny little rainbow, which is quite nice. So Ash is immediately going, can I cash that? Pokeheads going, no, <laughs> that's in generation two. <laughs> it's called that's DLC Mitch. DLC Mitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, you cannot cash this until you buy the season pass. <laughs> so... Uh. So that's it then. Um, Pikachu, the Pokédex can't identify it, so the narrator takes over as Ash carries Pikachu onto the path to the next city, which we would assume to be Viridian, Viridian. City. Yep. 
And then that's it. The poker app. On the road for rainy city. So the poker app plays the same thing. It's not too far away, in fairness. Yeah. You're you've got the lyrics wrong, but the the, the, the I, melody I think, is there. I think that should be like my it's, actual name. Burke gets the lyrics wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit unwieldy, in fairness. Like Burke bots, it unwieldy as it is. But in any case, so uh, that's the episode. In fairness, yeah. wasn't much to it really. Um, it, I don't I, like, think. As an episode, unless you know the series, it's not going to hook you in. Unless you're no. already aware of Pokemon being a thing mm. and you're already in that fan zone. Yes. Then if you're watching this for the first time going, mm, I wonder what all the fuss is about. You just look at it like, no, next. Absolutely. Let's watch some card captors. <laughs> <laughs> when is it time to do, 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 <laughs> Anyway. Or even Digimon would have like, uh, the Digimon pilot for Digimon though. is a lot better than the pilot for Pokemon. I'd agree with that actually. Uh, I, I'd agree with that. Digimon catches your attention. Yeah. Though. I have nostalgic goggles on for Digimon, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. We have absolutely have a case of roasting the glasses here for this in fairness. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. anyway, um, because we don't have, this is the pilot and it's kind of introducing a lot of things. We would normally have segments here for if there's ever been a battle in the, in the, in the episode. And we kind of like, the battle we do, we try and reenact in the game and see if it does actually play out. The kind of example I'd say here would be when when uh, Ash is facing Brock in a couple of episodes time yep. and just completely breaks the rules. Yeah. Um, we all also will have segments on what Team Rocket should have done in this scenario, which yep. will actually just prove that we're actually better criminals than they are, which I mean, is probably, yeah. it's, it's, it's concerning at least. Um, Look, if they can't outsmart Ash, I think you should just kill yourself. This is true in fairness. Um, You've got a very valid point there. But one, no, second, valid. but one second we are going to be doing at the end of these episodes is a Pokedex. We're okay. going to keep track of what Ash's Pokedex can is Can we be sassy actually. like GLaDOS? You can be sassy if you want to. Um, the first one to talk about is naturally Pikachu because it was his first one that he yeah. caught uh, and seen. Did you know, by the way, fun fact, um, Pikachu was meant to have a second evolution. Oh. Yes. Yes. So... And now, the way the chain has gone now, it is, like, Pichu now has a baby evolution called Pichu. Yeah. And it has an evolved form via called Raichu, thanks to a Thunderstone. But originally, it was meant to be Pikachu, Raichu, and it's something called Gorochu. Yep. Because it would have, like, it's basically kind of, like, had more horns and, like, looked more like a bit of a... It kind of had, like, a punk rock motif yeah. to it. Like, it had, like, a kind of, like, weird woolly collar to it. Like. Okay. Kind of cool, but I can kind of see, like, it was a bit redundant in the end. Oh, yeah. You know? I think they've massively regretted making Raichu since um, since it originally came out as well. They seem to give... Just want to give Pikachu all the uh, mm. extra stuff in the games. Yes. You know, your Z-moves, your Mega Evolutions, your... And no one gives a crap about Raichu. This is the thing, though. Like, Pikachu is, like, perhaps one of the most iconic mascots when it comes yeah. to, like... Just not even outside of Pokemon, just outside of, like, ev- like culture everything. generally. Yeah. Like, it's in everything, like... Yeah. Everyone knows a Pikachu. You could show, like, my 80-year-old granny and she'd know what it was. Mm. She'd, yeah. But she'd also call Charmander Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, she, have a look at those Pikachu she, cards there. She called... She got every Pokemon Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what That's what she thinks the, the yeah. series is called. Yeah. Which yeah. is actually probably accurate in fairness. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about Pikachu on this one. Um, did you know, by the way, there's a one of the small, uh, I think it's the Cook Islands. Um, I think they're the islands called Niwe. They have a dollar coin and Pikachu on the back of it. <laughs> Genuinely called it, it was actually just a promotional thing. Nice gas. Yeah. Um, fun fact as well, uh, Pikachu made itself made its way into science. Yes. There is a uh, neurotransmitter called Pikachurin, and it's the little transmitter that basically supplies electrical currents back and forth to the eye. Oh. And because it moves so fast, they call it Pikachurin. Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't yeah. it just? Yeah. That's kind of nice I too. I like that fact. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so we mentioned about Gorichu. Um, you might be shocked to hear it's based off a mouse, but it's also taken the cheek pouches are based off squirrels as well. But it yeah. is pretty much an electric mouse. There's nothing else to it. Uh, and yeah, it's just iconic. Like it's been on fucking Thanksgiving parades. It's been everywhere. It's in like pretty much every Nintendo game that's like Mario. <laughs> like, it appears I feel everywhere. like the only way you can make Pikachu more iconic of the nineties is by putting it on a pog. I'm, I'm sure that's the thing. I know there I had P I had Pokemon Pogs. There you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. I had them. That I, was a thing for a while. Yeah, yeah, there they were a thing. So another uh, Pokemon that he, we have officially seen was Pidgey. Yes. And uh, as you may be shocked to hear, it's based off a pigeon. Yeah, it, it's just a generic bird. Yeah. Um, I, I don't actually think like obviously you have some stuff like Pidove mm. afterwards, which is more kind of pigeony. Look, yes, yeah. Pidgey's more like a sparrow. It is more sparrowy, yeah. In fairness, um, and kind of sparrow is as well. So they kind of had that weird like they're in the same family, but you can tell like they're two very different paths. Mm. Like yeah. this, this is the rich ones. They became Pidgey. Here's the working class angry ones. They became <laughs> sparrows. Um, fun fact, by the way. Did you know that Pidgey has the shortest cry of any Pokemon in the games? Did not. Yeah. Then you say it, it makes sense. Yep, it is just chip. Yeah. Yep, 0. Yeah, 0.2 seconds long. Okay. Less than that, yeah. Uh, next one on my list then is Rattata. It's it barely, got, barely got a mention. <laughs> barely got a mention, yeah. We, we'll probably see it again in a future episodes, but yeah. it is, we did officially see it. There's really not much to say about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts off the legendary um, Route 1 Pokemon that's in every Pokemon yeah. game. And they're all useless. They're all normal type, and yep. they shouldn't be. They should be the first Pokemon you catch, and then you never it's see them again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. They're very quick. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I could. I, I can say. It was. Do you know what? Radicate was the was the evil one though uh, in the game because remember in Mount Moon. Oh, so evil about Radicate. Because uh, there was a Radicate in the Mount Moon. I think uh-huh. it was, and I was like certain levels above. And a new Hyper Fang, which is a really serious oh, move, yeah. and just cuts you guys to shreds. Like, especially if you, if you're, I think it was on Pokemon Yellow, they took it out because it was too, it was mm. too mean to the Pikachu. Yeah. Um, and then we have Spearow, which we mentioned already. It's based off a of Sparrow. And uh, again, not much else to say. Really, you can kind of tell the pun really in that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sparrow, Spearow, and that's it. But the interesting one, the Golden Bird at the end, uh, which is not a Generation One Pokemon. No, nope, so it doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. It was hallucination. Hallucination after being electrocuted so many times by a fucking mouse. Well, it turns out it is actually a real Pokemon. Would you believe? No, it's not. We'll learn about it in uh, in the Johto region. It is Holo. It is the. Uh, it quite literally means phoenix bird because oh. that's it's the that's the uh, Japanese name for it, Holo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty class. I actually quite like the uh, design of it because it is rainbow bird. Uh, also has one of the coolest moves ever, which is uh, Sacred Fire. Yeah. Because it's blue. That's that means it's super hot, like you know. Mm. There's no oh, other yeah. way to say it. So yes, um, that means our current score then on the Pokedex is five seen and one caught. Okay. And uh, the next episode thankfully fills it out a little bit more. Yeah. Because uh, well, in fairness, this is day one. This is day one. Yeah, exactly. And he is an idiot. He is a complete he buffoon as well. Else. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, um, that's our pilot episode done, lads. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back with uh, more episodes, hopefully, if this goes well. Uh, we probably will do this anyway, but it's uh, more of a yeah, proof of concept. Right. We can talk about Pokemon yeah. and not feel ashamed of ourselves that we're not doing anything else with our. Like so that is why I'm being totally forthcoming with my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I'm putting my face on this podcast. <laughs> we're all putting our name on this. We're all living and breathing on this podcast. So, yes, we will see you then for uh, episode two, where Ash presumably gets to the Viridian Forest and yep. catches some stuff. So, Absolutely. yeah, we'll see you then on uh, the Jelly Phil Donut podcast. Woo!
we'll have to think of a sign off based off donuts or something like that I was, but it fix post. we'll fix them post yeah, yeah. We'll